Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. I am here today with my co-host, JC. It's a pleasure to be back, Wendy. Thank you. Thank you. We have a very special guest here, Kim Addis. Hi, Kim. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We we love talking about, you know, what we're about to talk about, which is leadership. And what we really want to be talking about in this session is leaders as coaches. Uh, because why? Leadership is hard. <laughs> and coaches, coaches like yourself can help leaders get through some very difficult situations. So what we want to jump into right now, it's a five-part series, um, and we're going to talk about how a leadership coach can help you so you, our listeners, can help others and not lose your mind in the process. <laughs> and before we throw it over to you, uh, Kim, real quick, everybody, Kim is a pioneer in the field of leadership coaching and thought mastery. She has developed an intense and intimate coaching process that ensures deep and lasting results. Kim, would you say that that's accurate? That is so accurate. But I love the way you just said it. I should take you on the road with me. Um, No, it is very, very accurate. Uh, So we've been coaching leaders for the past 18 years. Um, Specifically, we coach like the C-suite, but entrepreneurs, executives, uh, senior leaders in organizations, we call them the highly driven population. And what one of the things is that we've noticed these people have similar struggles and they tend to struggle in four key areas. That is really, really consistent across the board. doesn't matter who I'm talking to. We find that these areas are places that they themselves have a hard time with. And you know what? Why don't I share them with you? Yes. If you struggle with these areas, how's that? Yes, absolutely. And I'm sure Uh, we do. (laughs) Okay. Well, the first one is that leaders typically feel isolated. They feel like they're in it on their own. They carry the burden of responsibility on their shoulders by themselves. It's a heavy load to carry. Yes, they delegate. But at the end of the day, the buck stops here and no one really understands them. And, you know, they feel that loneliness. They feel that heaviness on their shoulders and there's no one really they can share it with. You know, even if they're surrounded by people, sometimes amongst people, they feel very lonely. So that's, yeah, you can relate to that one. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you're just like, they're like, oh, I have to make everybody happy and I have to put on a happy face, even though I'm, I, I'm, I'm struggling right now and you don't know what to do, especially if you're a new leader, what you realize later is like, oh, we're all in the same boat. And I should have asked my other leader friend at work this question. And instead I did it by myself. And I isolate it myself. A hundred percent. Leaders are not comfortable asking for help. They think that they should already know. So isolation is definitely one of those things that is very common um, across the board, across industries. Uh, I see it all the time and, and across sexes. So it doesn't matter male or female, same thing. The second thing that we see is that these leaders experience uh, this friction often that exists with others. And so it could be that they have real external friction. They feel like others don't get them. They feel like other people don't have the same sense of urgency. They don't move as fast. They don't think as quickly. They don't take as much 
on. They don't take as much responsibility. They don't get as much done in, in as quick enough time and on and on and on. And oftentimes that friction is obvious. Like JC, you could sometimes feel the tension when I say, yeah, did you really have to do that? Right. You could feel the tension, but sometimes you, you the, the tension or the stress, that friction is internal. So you might do something that bothers me. And what do I do? I suck it up and it boils up inside of me. And so that's a second kind of uh, struggle that we often see with leaders is that they have this friction with other people where other people just aren't at the same speed as they are. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to jump in here before you do, JC. I see you wanted to say something here because you just said, said a key word that hits home with me because it's the title of my book, which is Suck It Up, Buttercup. But it goes a step further. And, you know, I say, be a leader, people will follow. So it's it took me a very, very long time time to realize that I don't need to suck it up alone. And right. to be a leader that people will follow is to share your trials and tribulations and let them know, I don't know, I'm human too, and we're all going to make mistakes. So let's get this to, you know, work on it together. JC, what did you have to add there? When we're thinking about the leaders, though, is this something that you're seeing across the board amongst, I mean, you already said it, it's across the board amongst all leaders uh, to a degree, but do you see it more prevalent in those that are new leaders or those that have been in leadership roles for a long time and, and might need to recalibrate their skills is it more prevalent in one um, over the other? It's not. It's across the board. And it's from the young to the old, right? Like it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. There's this frustration. And again, what I see a lot of is the frustration is a, a good chunk of it is this silent frustration, this thing that seeds inside of us, right? And right. I want to come back, Wendy, to something you said, but I want to get there. So this whole thing about not asking for help, I'm going to share a story with you, but let me go through the other two, um, the other two areas first. So number one is isolation. Number two is this friction, this conflict that they have with people. Number three is what I call chronic dissatisfaction. So leaders typically think that they should be somewhere else somewhere further ahead. And they don't understand why it's taking so long, why things are so slow, why um, why things are so hard. They, they think things should be easier and they don't understand what's going on. And sometimes they think, well, it's because I have the, the wrong team. I, I don't have the right support. I don't have the right resources. And But a lot of times they say, it's my fault. If I were a better leader, this wouldn't happen. I should be better at this job. I shouldn't have trouble. And again, this is not something that they necessarily express outwardly, but it's right. something they feel internally. So it's that internal battle saying, I'm not good enough. I should be in a far better spot by now. I've done my time. Sometimes they haven't done their time, but they still feel like they've done their time. And why am I struggling so, so much? So this feeling of chronic dissatisfaction. And then the last area of struggle is something that I invented. I call it, um, I call it slippage. What is slippage is when leaders let important things slip through the cracks, things like their health, their well-being, their uh, friendships, their sleep, their nutrition, all the stuff that makes them happy, right? The things that make them healthy and whole. And so they say, well, I don't have time for that. Nobody has time for sleep. I don't have time, you know, to, to hang out with my friends. I have work to do. And so what happens is that over time, there's a buildup. That, that, you know, this tension also builds up when you don't sleep for a long time. 
what happens? Oh, well, I'll just have a drink. It'll help me sleep. Oh, I'll just take some Ambien. That'll help me sleep. Self-destruction. Self-destruction. Exactly. And so what we see is this is a very common problem, slippage, that leaders simply put themselves on the back burner. So those are my four areas. But to come back, Wendy, to what you were saying is I do many, many presentations. And one of the things that I do in a presentation is I ask for a volunteer. The volunteer comes up, I give them an exercise, and the right answer is to ask for help. Nobody does it. Nobody does it. Nobody realizes that that is something that they are allowed to do. It's I just did it the other day myself in a, in a training that had nothing to do with work. It was about real estate. And I did the same thing and they were walking around and they're, and they're going, how come nobody asked for help? How come you guys didn't raise your hand and ask your help? And three people in the group did and they got the answer. They got the result. So excellent point there. We're at a time where we got to move on to episode two. So tune in, everybody. We'll hear from you. We'll hear from us shortly. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.